Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into our fearless beer review. Then we get into our vinyl stuff, stuff we picked up, stuff we listened to. That leads into the songs of the week. And then we wrap it up with some new music and other happenings in the music world. My name is Tyler, and way out there hundreds of miles away is Jeff. While you're listening, go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, give us five stars and five stars only. Please go do that. Uh, all the social media is at Asinine Radio. We have a Discord server. If you want to join that, let us know. We'll send you the link. And we have a phone number. You can call us, uh, leave us a voicemail, send us a text. The phone number is 503-893-5307. So get into that. <sighs> are you, are you, are let's you get done? right into. Yes, let's get right into our fearless beer review. So what do we got, Jeff? Go. I I have a hams. A hams. hams. A hams lager. John Hams. Yeah, John John Hams. Theodore Hams actually is is what it's short for. Is it really? Yeah. That's uh, I didn't know that. Because I, I, I did a little bit of research. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Surprise, surprise. Puppy so, surprise. That's all this pot is about is research. That's fine. So this is this is like from <laughs> this is from Minnesota. Minnesota. Don't you know Bobby? And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I had this because friend friend over here, friend of the pod, Nick, Nick, uh, Flat Earther Nick. He, oh, uh, Flat Earther Nick. He works yeah. in Wisconsin at like a fish resort like you go fishing like you pay money and you like stay in a shack and you just fish in like this crazy nice area of wisconsin for like the summer and so yeah he works there for the summer and just like eats a bunch of fish and lives his dream like the way he you know who he is you know that the way his lifestyle is it's like his fucking dream (laughs) he's such a he's such an interesting character he's 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 such an outdoorsman he's a woodsman and that's essentially what he does all summer so he just got back brought a bunch of goodies and one some of it he brought a bunch of beer local to minnesota or or wisconsin in that area of the united (laughs) states and this tonight's is is hams i've never had hams i've never even seen hams never even heard of hams i don't think (sighs) but it is owned by molson course yeah we have not we have not Mm -mm. nope I know I've had it. I, I, I just got it at Bedmo uh, a long time you ago. You have not. No, you did not get it at well, Bedmo. I didn't I check your, it in. I checked your note. No, I wasn't going to say untapped. I checked your 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 history of your drinking history. I checked. My I keep a history, yeah. detailed record of it, and you've never had this, so um, it's fine. Okay. I'll save you one right. next time you come over. You can have one. I'll leave it outside so you so you can enjoy <laughs> it like the the Budweiser <laughs> that's waiting for us. Yeah, here. you'll set it up next to the you'll set it up next to the Budweiser. Next to the decade expired Budweiser. Um, yeah, this is how long is uh, how long is Nick staying with you? Like I don't a month? know, maybe. <laughs> he kind of just goes when he when he feels like it. Or if we get too annoyed with him, he'll leave. <laughs> he's a good guest. Like he does chores. No, he's great. You know, yeah. he, he cooks, and then he knows like if he's getting on our nerves, <laughs> and he'll just leave. All right, see you soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he's such a such an interesting guy. Yeah, but uh, that's 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 what I have. Our, our boy Rebel did leave a, a review on this, but I'll wait till after. Uh, I, I do a little sippers. Okay. All right. Uh, so I have a beer called Church for Church. Oh, that's Church. Know. It's C-H-U-U-U-R-C-H with an exclamation point. Yeah, that's Church. Uh, this is by Kern River Brewing Company. This is a West Coast IPA. Uh, this is, for, uh, according to the Great American Beer Festival, this one brewery group of the year. So there you go. Kern River is Central California, if you didn't know, and uh, it's 7.6 ABV. So this is a decent, a decent IPA. Um, I got it one because the name Church. It's just stupid, and then it's just like a like a like a ugly brown color with some like yellows and blues in there. It's just very 70s. It's ugly. I love it. So that's why I got it. I got a four pack because they didn't sell it in single cans. So hope it's good. I really hope it's good. But I'm ready to drink. I'm ready to give uh, a review from Raul as well because he did review this one. Okay. So okay. Let's get into it. Here we go. All right. 
All right. So what do you think of your John Hams? This is this is pretty good. This pretty really? this ain't bad. Yeah. So on 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 Beer Advocate it has a pretty low rating. Um obviously a two point eight. But <laughs> out of five, if if fucking people don't know, idiots. Um but it's good. It's 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 not like the greatest thing ever, but I could drink this by itself, no lime. It's it's like a light beer, but a little bit skunky. It's somewhere in between a Bud Light and a Budweiser. That that type of feel to it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's pretty good. It's not bad. I put it in the freezer right when he got here, so it's it's pretty damn cold right now. And uh, I like this. I, I I give this a solid two out of three. Solid, solid two out of three. Like I will drink damn, this again. Okay. If I see it at the store, I will buy it. All right. So if you if people listening don't know about our our world famous three point rating system. Three is a perfect beer. Two is a good beer. You're going to continue to drink. One is a bad beer, but give it a shot. And zero is a drain pour. So you give it a solid two out of three. Yeah. Good stuff. It's good, it's good I, stuff. I, I remember it tasting a lot like uh, Schlitz. You ever have a Schlitz? Yeah. Yeah. Schlitz is a good beer. I don't know why people have always talked shit on it. I don't it's remember. I don't remember last time I had a Schlitz. Yeah. They, I, I think they, I mean, I got, I used to get it from Bevmo. So I assume they still have it, but I haven't had it in years since I lived in Irvine. But. Yeah. Okay. So, your John Ham's two point or two out of three. My uh, my church from Kern River Brewing. This is a this is actually a really solid IPA. It's not a hazy at all. Like I said, it's a West Coast. It has the right amount of hops. It's not too not too much. It's not malty at all. It's not syrupy. It's uh. This is a well balanced IPA. It's um full bodied. It's not a metallic-y tasting. Uh, you can't see through it at all. It's it's a little bit dark, but damn, this is good. This is really good. I'm digging it. Okay. So okay. I'm gonna have to give this a uh, a 2.5 out of three. I will give this 2.5 out of three. Real solid beer. I'm I'm excited to drink the other ones on another day. But uh, yeah. So Raul, what did he leave on your John Hams? So he gave it a 3.55 out of five. And again, that's higher that's than high. than the the aggregate of 2.8. So Raul yeah. says. Wow, only 2.7 out of 5, which is probably an old thing. Raul kind of thinks this one is underrated, like the Double Dell Burger at Del Taco. Like, who gets a burger at Taco Joint? Raul does, damn it. And Raul's loud and proud about it, just like he's down with hams. Now, it's not large and in charge like John Ham, and then he says, Milton (laughs) Burl fans feel me, but it's better than par for the course. This bad boy is like sinking that birdie putt. Couple things here. Couple things here. Okay, couple. Um, couple things. Again, this is just more, more ammo in the gun that Raul is one hundred percent from Southern California because Del Taco won, and knowing, yeah, not so much anymore. I had a burger just like a couple weeks ago, not not as great quality control wise as they used to be, but Del Taco burgers used Agreed. to be really really fucking good, like, yeah, some of the best fast food burgers out there. I don't understand. Yep. I don't know who Milton Berle is. I was. I just kind of googled it really quick. He was an old actor. I don't know. Yeah, he was. I, I don't. Was I don't. Famous. I don't get that reference. How John Hamm relates to Milton Berle? Do you? I don't either. Oh, okay. I, I don't. I don't know what the reference is. Um, I think that was it. Actually, just two things. <laughs> <laughs> I will agree with you. Del Taco's hamburgers and cheeseburgers are excellent. They're they're some of the best fast food burgers. But in the last like year or so. The quality of all of Del Taco's food has just kind of tanked. I'll tell you when it happened. Like a lot. I'll tell you when it happened right now. I don't hear when Jack in the Box it. bought it. No, 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 no like the Blanco still has like jalapenos and chopped stuff mixed in it, but the yellow, the yellow one had a more spicy flavor to it, whereas the white is just like, it's like you melted like Monterey Jack cheese and put a couple jalapenos. It's fucking bland. It is generic. Yes, it is actually kind of trash. Right. The yellow one was fucking delicious, and I think when they switched from the yellow to the white, which I think was still before Jack in the Box bottom, that's when, that's when the quality went down like immensely. Portion sizes fucking shrank to damn near nothing. I agree. I will. I agree that that the the taste started to change before Jack in the Box bought it, but when it comes to the the amount of food in in 
the amount of food. I feel like once they changed like flavors, they they started to add more meat to the tacos, but it was less flavorful, like way less flavorful. Which is like everything about Del Taco is just it's it's taken a huge turn in a negative way. Yeah, I don't I don't even go there anymore. And Del Taco was like my favorite my favorite spot. Yeah, every Tuesday after school in high school, like literally freshman through senior year, because I never drove. My like my dad, and I would stop by Del Taco every single Tuesday, and I would get three soft tacos, no lettuce, and I would get two sides of nacho cheese and a small French fry, and I'd go home and I watch Cops from three to four, and I watch fucking X Files from four to five every <laughs> single Tuesday. <laughs> For four years, I did this. Okay, don't come at me like I don't know my Del Tacos. I know my Del Tacos. <laughs> But it's weird because Jack in the Box, oh, yeah. like if if prepared properly, Jack in the Box oh, is Jack like it's like my favorite fucking fast food. Their their really? sourdough Jack is 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 amazing. Their fries, I think, are perfect. I love Jack in the Box. Mm. I, I finally I, can't, I, can't I finally had their tacos. They're they're like two tacos for a dollar. I finally had those for the first time like like two months ago or three months ago. Yeah, and I was like, oh fuck, this is so goddamn good. I can't believe I waited so long. And then I swear, dude, I had them every single day for like a week and a half. And I got really, really sick on it. And it probably just because I ate a lot of them, <laughs> not because like they were poison or anything, but because I got really sick to the point where like I was throwing up a little bit. And again, mm. I don't think it's because I got food poisoning. I think it's just I ate a lot of those disgusting yeah. tacos every single day. Those soggy ass greasy tacos. Now I don't eat them anymore. I can't even look at them. They're fucking disgusting. Good. Yeah, they are fucking gross. They've never been good. Never, ever. But like, Slo- I mean, that is, you know, what does that mean? But friend of the pot, Sloan, scarfs them down like they're fucking, <laughs> I don't know candy oh i remember i think it was maybe the last time i was out at your place or the time before he we were all drunk it was like midnight or 1 1 a.m and sloan orders all this jack-in-the-box and he orders all the stuff that nobody likes yeah do you, yep. do you remember he ordered like yeah. 20 tacos and nobody likes the tacos but him yeah. like what the fuck sloan like we're all hungry like it's nice that you ordered it on your own but you should have no 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 here there's no 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 here's here here's what this guy does he did that last night, too. I, I was, like, starving all fucking day because I was doing trick-or-treating things. And so then he waits until he sees me cooking. I start to cook. I was making, like, a taco bowl last night, like, fucking onions and bell peppers. It was good. It was super good. Leftovers today, too. And he sees me starting to cook, and he says, oh, I was going to order pizza. I was like, no, you fucking weren't. I know what you do. I, I, I live with you long enough. I know what you do. You <laughs> see somebody start cooking, and then you pretend like you were going to do something nice. You pretend like you're going to order pizza. And if you're going to do it, you would have said something earlier, like, hey, don't worry about it tonight. I got pizza. Or are you guys hungry for pizza? Or are you guys just hungry? There was no talk of eating, not one bit. Until you saw me cooking, you wanted to get down on it. And so, therefore, you said, ooh, I was going to order pizza. <laughs> to make the blow of, can I have some? Less, less hard. Less severe. And so when he orders those tacos, it's like he could have said, but that was a night too that we had mentioned, like we're all hungry after like yeah. previous nights of us ordering food, of us getting DoorDash, yeah. of Jack in the Box, wherever the fuck we ordered. So when he does, instead of like asking what people like or just getting generic shit, at least just get like a couple large fries because everybody eats fries except for you as you're a psycho. Except for me. Get, you fries know, like gross. maybe like, maybe like two cheeseburgers, even, even just with like the stuff on them, it's fine. I won't eat them, but I'll have all fries. And then just get like a couple chicken nuggets and then get what you really want. You know what I mean? Like that's what a yeah, normal person yeah. would do. That way, a little bit for everybody. If you don't like cheeseburgers, you can have chicken nuggets. You don't like chicken nuggets, you have fries. You don't like fries, you can have a cheeseburger. It's a cycle. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. It's not hard to be just a normal person, a normal thoughtful <laughs> person. It's really not. Oh, man. What were we talking Sloan, about? What a guy. Um. Oh. Oh. Del Taco. What were we talking? Oh, we were talking about Raul because. Yeah. Yeah. I now I'm curious. Obviously, I know Del Taco is not in England. That's definitely not an English thing. But I wonder is Jack in the Box over there in in the UK? I'm really curious. So Skip, let us know because I really want to know. Actually, so, there's a girl what? that just bar. She started bartending at our 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 restaurant, and she's from. Oh man, where did she go to school? She goes. She went to some some like top tier NCAA college. Ah, fuck, man. I think she went to Purdue, which is in Indiana. Mm-hmm. I think it's Purdue. That's a big college. Like that's a that's a that's it's expensive college. college. But she said they don't have Jack in the Box over there. She's like, because yeah, I, I was telling her our fries at work taste just like Jack in the Box. Like same same everything. She's like, oh, I, I never had Jack in the Box. I'm like what the fuck? Like what do you eat? And she named off all these other <laughs> what ones. What do you eat? <laughs> <laughs> she named off all these other ones and I asked her like would you have Carl's Jr. or do you have Hardee's and she said they have Hardee's they have Hardee's yeah 
But then she's like, well, I don't think we have Hardys either. Like, she has them around, but nothing, like, close. So either she mm-hmm. has no idea what she's fucking talking about or... I don't even know where the fuck Indiana is. I gotta click on it. Hold on a second. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's right below Illinois. Just oh, who cares man. about Indiana? Man, oh, man. oh my god. I've been there once. Just once. Um, you know the best thing you right. do in Indiana is? What? Pack up and get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when Pat lived there for like a semester? <laughs> yeah. It was miserable. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, yeah. Back to the Fearless Beer Review. Raul, our boy Raul, he also left a review for mine, my church, West Coast IPA. So he posted this on March 21st, 2018. Is what he says. I had my eye on this one for the last few weeks or so. And like this one sporting women, wait. And like this one sporting women in Paris, one fateful evening, I finally decided to finally pick it up. With the aroma this thing gives off, You'd think it was brewed in Humboldt County rather than Kern because the dang sucker is dank. We are talking Cheech and Chong vacationing in Maui dank. And as the Raul man moves along, he is greeted by awesome, lush, sticky kush and tropical fruits for days <laughs> on days. The only thing Raul isn't into, which he also noticed in just outstanding, well, that makes no sense, is a little bit of rocket fuel in the aftertaste. <laughs> I like that. That being said, this is still a pretty good one. So I think he might have been a little bit drunk when he wrote this because there's a lot of things that don't make sense. So um, just don't make any fucking sense. <laughs> so yeah, Raul, good, good, good. He, he gave it a 4.06 out of 5. So there you Ooh, go. It was high. And this is a good IPA, man. It's, it's a solid IPA. I recommend it. So let's move on then from our Fearless Beer Review into our vinyl stuff, stuff we've picked up, stuff we've listened to, stuff that we thought uh, you should know about. So what do you got, Jeff? Go. Yeah, so uh, the first thing is is when I first things first, when I bought when I when I scooped up that lot of like two thousand records, I I kept like a hundred and then been sifting through them, going through them, keeping what I like, getting rid of stuff that just was whatever's. This thing I'm gonna keep for now. This is another surf comp that I got from a big lot of records that I bought that I've been sifting through. Original surfing hits, 1963. Like I said. Surf music came and went really fast. The Beach Boys dominated it and then kind of destroyed it. But it was on its way out. It, this this is not around for forever. But it's like the remnants of surf music still live on, like still to this day, forever. Like people still kind of incorporate surf music, which is cool because you can see people that listen to it but don't want to like do it, do it. And uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's cool. So yeah, this is this is another comp of, of a bunch of bands that either made like one album the, the, the guys that I chose, the Sentinels, made multiple albums, but a lot of these guys just made one album, even made just like a seven inch, and that was it. Just trying to like bank on that on that popularity. Delphi Records put out a bunch of surf stuffs. So it's just, it all sounds the same, but it's all fucking cool. It's all really rad. But this band is from San Luis Obispo, the Sentinels, um, but they are kind of noteworthy because their, their drummer, John Barbada, also played for just a fuck ton of people and like, 60s 70s 80s but he played for the turtles so so happy together that song he played drums on that album oh, okay he played uh i think he played drums on deja vu by crosby stills nash or he played on their live one i can't remember which one it was but he played with jefferson airplane played with jefferson starship just played dude honestly like fucking dozens and dozens of people in that era that 60s to probably early 80s era so that's kind of cool yeah um, otherwise, they're they're just another another surf band that that is noteworthy because they were just there. Really, there's nothing extravagant about them, other than they incorporate some Latin flair into their surf music. Super subtle. Yeah, and, it's very. Um, I didn't really hear that. Yeah, but but they actually claim that they're more rhythm and blues than they are surf. But come on, boys, that's not true. <laughs> so but when yeah, are you going to purchase these, then? Uh, once once my soft rock cubby fills up. Which is pretty okay. pretty soon. I'm gonna get rid of it. I don't even know why you have a soft rock cubby, but that's fine. Well, where am I gonna put the Beatles? Oh, under classic rock. Oh, classic rock. That's silly. Oh my god. What's classic rock? So I'm gonna put the Beatles next to like Van Halen? That's no, that's stupid. Yeah, next to Led Zeppelin. Oh. Yeah. No, 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 no. Next to CCR. No, no, no. The, the CCR is going blues, and blues encompasses anything that's that's blues forward. 
Oh, my leg Come. fell asleep and now it tickles. Led Zeppelin's are in hard rock. Van Halen's are in hard rock. Uh, I got my Black Sabbaths over in metal. And okay. I got the Beatles and the Beach Boys over in soft rocks. Okay, that's wrong, but, you know. Well, only one of us has actually worked in a record store, okay? Alphabetizing. I've a record store, you asshole. Uh, I've, well, okay, I guess I guess you call that work, but all you really did was just get fired for giving me Tupac <laughs> albums. <laughs> I didn't get fired. I quit. It's still crazy. Like you're allowed to give a discount and then you give a discount and then get in trouble for giving a discount. That's yeah. Because I gave you the CD before 10 o'clock PM. Is that what it was before 10 That's o'clock? That's what it was. Yeah. Why? Yeah. What does 10 o'clock have to do with Oh, no, no, no. I had to give it to you after my, I'm sorry. I had to give you the CD after I got off my shift. I couldn't just give it to you right then and there. I, I had to buy the CD or you had to buy the CD and then I had to hold on to it until I left the store. Oh, so like you're not like giving out just like a bunch of like discounts to random people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like like me at Virgin? <laughs> yeah, like you. But it was something that I had done before and other people had done before. And then, uh, yeah. They got it is kind of funny that the same guy, actually the same like two guy, like friend group, like fired, quit you and then fired me too. Yeah, yeah. Did I ever tell you that I texted? I found his number on my phone. At some point, I texted him too, like last year, Did or a couple really? years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Did he even remember you? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, he was so stoked. He's like, oh, I'm fucking for sure gonna tell him no. This is so funny, and they just, you know, he was like, oh, I'm happy that you found whatever, and then it turned into like a mushy thing and whatever. But it was just kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. So yeah, the Sentinels, oh. cool stuff, cool surf music. Mm-hmm. I like these surf comps just because there's all these bands that just. They made a seven inch and that is it. Like just clearly tried to take advantage of the surf thing that was blowing up super regional. And then it's like when the yeah. Beach Boys just kind of dominated, it's like, well, I guess I'm doing something else now because <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to beat the Beach Boys. <laughs> That's true. I mean, they were. Yeah, nobody could beat the Beach Boys. No. At surf. Not a surf. No. And they weren't even the best at it, but whatever. They were good at it, though. They were good. They were. They were, but not the best. All uh, right. So what else you got? I got Elvis, the Sun Sessions. My Elvis collection is now complete. Because, it's all you uh, needed were the Sun Sessions. It's all anybody this, needs. This is it. This is all I want. <laughs> and I really do like this. I really think this is really damn good. And and his or the song I chose, Heartbreaker. He's still doing like the Elvis, the hoo, 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 like that thing that he does, but it's yeah. not quite as as annoying as as he will do it later on. And 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 the the musicians he's got playing for him here, they're all like really really fantastic. Bill Black, the double bass player that plays here, fucking phenomenal bass player. And just these songs are very, they're very fifties. They're very you know like swoon baby, like love me, woo me. <laughs> they're nice. They're cool. They are. He he sings a little bit higher too during the sun session, so it's not as it's not as croony as uh, as he becomes and is pretty annoying. But uh, yeah, the, the Sun Sessions are really the only thing I would want on vinyl. Where did you get this? Uh, where did I get this? Oh, I got it free from Desi. He, it was oh, in one of the of piles that he gives me. He's like, oh, fuck yeah. Give me one. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll do that. I do want to do Elvis in the pod one day, though. We did. We, but that was, we did do the Sun Sessions. That was old pod, though. On the it new was. Pod. Yeah, you're right. It was new the old pod. format. New pod. Yeah, lost episodes. NPF, baby. New pod format. Come on. New pod format. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing I have here is is this group, this group, the group of Modelo, this group called Fairpoint Convention. They're uh, yeah, a group a out, of, out of London, England. I've never even heard of these guys, but when I bought this massive lot, I had one of my friends over, friend of the pod, David, who knows like a lot about kind of obscure music. And these guys aren't like obscure. I just, I've never heard of them. They have released fucking 30 albums over the course of their career. But they started in like like the late mid late sixties. It tells a story, and the story's really cool. Like it's based on a true story. This whole thing is a is a concept album. Then it's four songs, no five songs. All the songs are like six minutes to thirteen minutes long, and it tells the story of this guy whose name is John Baba Baba Combi or Babacomb Lee, mm-hmm. and it's just just some guy in in fucking England, like the late eighteen hundreds, who was 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 tried for killing some woman, but the only reason why, why he, he was convicted was of circ- circumstantial evidence. He was just the only guy there. There was nobody else there when she died. Mm. So I'm like, okay, obviously it was fucking you. But he maintained that he was innocent from day one till like the day he died. But 
he didn't die by execution because the trap door failed to when he was getting hanged. It yeah. failed three times. No way. He tried to fucking kill him three times. Wow. And it failed every single time. And after every single time, supposedly, as legend has it, he was he kept saying, like, this is God's this is God telling you people that I'm innocent. I did not do this. And they did it fucking three times. After the third time, the guy that was in charge was like, No, I'm not doing it again. Nope. 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 Holy shit. And so and so they said, Okay, you don't, don't worry about you know, death. You're just life in prison's fine. But then he eventually was released like fifteen years later. But like he's he's just one of like the only guys in history that that is like they tried to kill him three times. Good wow, work. Wow, that's insane. That's right? some X Files shit right there. I know. That's so <laughs> cool. I've never heard this. So so like this this album kind of tells a story of of this guy and and it kind of starts from like his his boyhood experiences and his introduction to the woman he supposedly killed, and then it goes into like all like the supposed tragedy that hits and it's it's really fucking cool and i actually really like the music too the music's really good i do like this kind of like folky almost like renaissance sounding rock stuff it's good yeah yeah i know you do it you reminds like it? me a lot you of like um it was it was cool it was fine the the abrupt change in in the song was a little much it was a little too much but um it reminded me a lot of genesis like selling england by the pound and and stuff like that yeah, that Renaissancey kind of prog rock thing. That's yeah. what that's what the what I thought of. It's it's all there. It's all essentially in the same ballpark. Mm-hmm. The story's cool. It was good though. Yeah, that's a really cool story though. I like that. Plus, my copy's a, a, a promo, white label promo. So that's cool. I like yeah. that. I dig. There you go. But yeah, this band's been around for so fucking long. They've literally and released. Do they still play? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think they released an album a couple of years ago. Jeez, two thousand twenty. But yeah, man, you look at their their wiki and it's just fuck. It's so many albums. Let me I just click on their last just last stupid album. They have probably vastly different than the last one. Twenty nine albums they have. Wow, and probably yeah. only like one original member too. Yeah, twenty nine <laughs> albums. So like, technically, they have no original member. Not one person in this band has been there since the beginning. Wow, a lot of people have been That's... there for a long time, but no one has been there since the beginning. I don't. I don't. I just don't understand that. Why? Don't get it. Unless like the like the members are, you know, some of those early members were only on in the band for like 6 months or something and never recorded anything, then yeah, I get it. But I don't know. That's usually not the case. Well, like, I don't know. Like uh, George Washington's axe, right? Like if you have an axe and you replace the head and later on you replace the handle, is that still the same axe you had to begin with? No, it's not. Okay. Well, but it kind of is because the it has been there for a long time, but the head's been there a long time. doesn't mean it's the original. No. So just because you change anything, then it's not original? Or do you, yeah, when you change exactly. the last piece of the puzzle, then it's not original? No. If you change anything, it's not original. Because gotcha. it's not original. Right? You are not I, I, original I, I, then because you have no. changed. I, I agree. I've never claimed to be original. I'm a phony. I'm a poser. I mean, you said it, not me. I know, and I, I agree. I agree. Okay. Anyway, as long let's as move on. Agreement. Let's move on. So, what, what's your what's your next thing? With this next thing, um, I got I paid for this one. It was five dollars, and oh, I just I, I liked I liked the uh, I liked the cover art. It was cool, and I asked I asked Dad, I said, "What is this?" He's like, "Oh, it's really good, like uh, blues rock from the '70s." He's the guy that plays guitar in it. People love like a lot of the bigger names. Cite this mm-hmm. dude as like their favorite guitarist, outside of like the big ones. But even like yeah. Hendrix has talked about this guy. So his name his name is Rory Gallagher, and he's okay. he's kind of known as like the greatest guitarist you've never heard of, and he's in like <laughs> all of like the top guitarists of all time. If you just go to any of them, he's in every single one. And I've never heard of him, never I heard of this it. band. But fuck, man, this album was really really good. And these this just, song was fucking awesome. He's dude like Brian May, Clapton, like all of these guys cite this dude as like, dude, yeah, he was a huge influence on me playing guitar. And I just, I've never fucking heard of this guy. I've never heard of this band. Never, never. I haven't either. Does he sing too, or is it he just yeah. guitar? Yeah, he, he sings and plays and plays the guitar. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's. I mean, the voice goes so well with the guitar, so I, I mean, that does make sense. Usually, you know, go those two things hand in hand usually sound awesome. Man. But also the, the bass, the bass playing was so jazzy, and it was just like that walking bass line the entire song, and 
I, I thought it was fantastic. And the, the drumming was like mixing it up with some jazz stuff with some like blues rock. Like it was uh that was, it was, it was a great fucking song. And apparently like really he good. played, he played at the Isle of Wight festival with, with Hendrix and the who and, or like the band tasted and, and yeah. people were just like blown away. Nobody had really heard of these guys and the filmmaker that was like shooting it. He he was like blown away, and so he kept like shooting because instead of going to watch somebody else play like the Who or Hendrix or somebody, he kept shooting these guys because they were so fucking good. I mean, <laughs> that's that's cool. Yeah. It's, it's like we're still falling into incredible musicians that are outside of the scope of just you know the top one hundred. Even though he's always in top one hundred. Yeah, but it's just a name you don't. We just don't think about it because he's never been in a super popular band either. Yeah, he hasn't been in a Led Zeppelin or anything like that. Anything yeah, remotely had, close to that? He had a short solo career. Died fairly young. He died in like the early 90s. But mm. I don't know. It's kind of cool. It's a good song. Yeah. So here's the, I'm going to play a little bit of the song. It's called Leaving Blues from the band Taste. There you go. Taste. There you go. And the song Leaving Blues. It's a lead Great belly song, too. Is this really a lead belly? I didn't know mm-hmm. that. Great, t- great stuff, man. I really dug, I really dig that. Yeah, I would bucks. definitely buy it. I imagine it's pretty cheap, you know, at record stores. Around here, even. I've never, I've never even seen this like cover. I've never seen this. Yeah, I haven't either. I'm looking at it right now. And it looks cool. It. Like it looks like something cool I would just pick up if if it was $5. I've never seen it. It's just so minimalist too, you know. Just the 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 band's name taste in the upper left corner there. Yeah, so you yeah, don't even cool. know if it's the album name or the band's name. It's just it's so <laughs> right? almost like cryptic and and the color scheme is cool, the orange and the black. Yeah, that's really cool, man. I would for sure pick this up. Good stuffs. Good job, yes, Jeff. It is. Thanks, Jeff. Well, You're welcome. I don't want to do that, but um, okay. anyway, so we got anything else on, on the vinyls for you? That's it. That's all. Okay. So I have a few things that I picked up or I re-listened to and I really dug the second time around or third time around. So we'll start with Circus Survive, their album Jaterna. This is their first album from 2005. We, uh, we did this album about, a, album about a year ago on the podcast. They just repressed this record uh, a few weeks back. 
I uh, was able to get a copy and and um, I don't want to rub it in, so I don't want to talk about it too much. <laughs> yeah, I mean this is this this is my favorite circus song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in fear and faith, so good, it's fucking but, so good. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a cool kind of green very it's a cool like green splatter or like um, green apple splatter uh, variant. It's a uh, it's cool. It sounds great. It's not warped. Well, mine's warped a little bit, but it doesn't affect play or anything like that. It's quiet. It's uh, it's just a, it's a solid pressing, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's going for sixty on Discogs. Are you thinking of grabbing it? Yeah, I mean that's not like terrible. There's no, no way they're gonna repress it anytime soon. They just fucking did it, and now they're going on hiatus. Yeah, I, I think after shipping, I think I paid like forty for it. I think it was, or maybe it was like, yeah, I think it was like forty bucks after shipping. Yeah, so it's not fucking, a huge increase. This stupid shit New, Jer- New Jersey shop has two copies. <laughs> Assholes, that's what they are. Yeah, fucking douchebags. Douchebag! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait for that Limbisca record to get pressed. <laughs> can't wait. But yeah, uh, Circus Survive, Juturna, great record. Go listen to that episode of the podcast because we break it down and uh, it was a good time. It was a really good time. So uh, this next thing I got here, I got this one from... The record store, a record store, a record store in LA called Gimme Gimme Records. Uh, it's The Offspring. It's their newest record, Let the Bad Times Roll. Um, I only got it because it was it was cheap, and I like the record for. I like most of the songs on the record. There's some shit fucking songs on here, but there's some there's some solid stuff on here. And for 15 bucks, why not? Uh, I will say though, I don't know if it's the pressing or. I haven't gone back and listened to it on Spotify, but it sounds like he's singing higher. Like he sounds, yeah, singing sounds higher than it, than it should. Like it sounds like he's singing higher than he did back in the nineties. So I don't know if they like, they did some like pitch thing, like pitch shifter on his voice or if it's just the pressing. I don't know. Do you have like a, a a knob on your turntable that increases or decreases speed? Well, just the, between the 33 and 45. Okay. But no, like, I don't know. I don't yeah, know what they call it, but I don't know. Like yeah, I, nothing, I, I have a strobe light on mine to indicate that there's it's proper thirty three or it's proper forty five. Really? Okay. Yeah. So maybe I don't know. Maybe your 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 table spinning fast. I don't know. It could be. I've I've had I've had this issue with one other record, and it's the Smashing Pumpkins record I have, and I feel like it sound my vinyl pressing sounds different than the Spotify version. I mean. Definitely like overdue for an upgrade, at least in the turntable. Oh, yeah. One hundred category. One hundred percent due for an upgrade. I'll, I'm gonna do it. I need to do it soon. Maybe you can get a good deal on your like uh, Desi's. He'll hook you up. I know he will. I know he will. I'll probably do it when I go out there next time. Because I, I really, really do need a new turntable. But anyway. The offspring. Let the bad you like this record, right? You, you thought it was fun. Yeah, but I I wouldn't buy this because I can, dude. Like, when the fuck would you ever be like, oh, I want to listen to Offspring, and then not pull out the three <laughs> albums that are much better than this, four albums that are better than this? Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. So, like, it, I, it, I get why you bought it. It was cheap. I probably would have done the same thing. But, I mean, that's a purgeable one in, in the future. Yeah, that's what I kind of thought, too. I thought, no, this is this is definitely going to go in the purge pile eventually. Uh, I have several records like that that are yeah. purgeable. There's nothing wrong with that. I'd probably still buy it if I saw her $15 out in the wild, to be honest. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I got that one. And then uh, this one I've had for a while. I listened to it once, and I really liked it the one time I listened to it. But that that was it. Um, So I'm like, okay, I I was like in a Van Halen mood, a David Lee Roth mood. So I I pulled out my copy of David Lee Roth's uh, first solo record, Eat Em and Smile. This came out in July of 1986, right after he, uh, he left Van Halen. And uh, damn, dude, this record is a fucking banger. I mean, it's it's not nothing like Van Halen stuff. I mean, it's not nearly as good as the Van Halen stuff, but it's fucking great. Steve Vai on guitar and Billy Sheehan on bass and with David Lee Roth. I mean, what a fucking lineup right there. It's so fucking good. And Steve, it's so cool because Steve Vai and Eddie Van Halen, were, are they're just such different kind of guitar players. And it's so cool how... Even with with Steve Vai, David Lee Roth still absolutely kills it. Like his voice still sounds so good with Steve Vai's style. I I thought that, I think this record's fucking awesome. Do you have this one? 
I've I've had it a couple times. I, I think it's really good. I do, but I don't know. Maybe if I saw it again for cheap, then I, w- I would pick it up. But does your does your does your album have the the Spanish version of of uh, was it Yankee Yankee Love? No, it does not. Ah, oh, dude, that's his best song. <laughs> so I, Yankee Rose. I yeah, there's a I Spanish version of Yankee Rose. He does the Spanish version of all these songs. But Yankee Rose is the good one because oh, okay. it's okay. it's it's not like he's even trying, but it's so goddamn fun. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so great. And that's it's, David it's, Lee Roth. It's all fun. Yeah, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with this. He's fucking lucky that Steve Eiser to essentially mimic Eddie Van Halen and keep up with with David Lee Roth. It's just Steve Vai is more like a he's more of like a he's like a robotic version of Eddie Van Halen. He yeah. doesn't quite have the feel of of Eddie, but he has the technical capabilities. It's just but you know David Lee Roth can tone. tell Eddie or can tell Steve Vai here's what I want you to do, and Steve Vai would say yes, master, meep, morp, I will do that, <laughs> and do it flawlessly. Whereas like you tell Eddie what to do, and Eddie will do kind of what he wants, yeah. And then, but then he'll just do what Eddie Van Halen wants to do. <laughs> it's true. It's so true. And then I, I went back and listened to 5150, the, the Van Halen record, the first Sammy Hagar Van Halen record. Yeah. Dude, this this blows that record out of the fucking water. That, that dude, record has listened to nothing. Any, I think since we did Van Halen that week was the last time I listened to anything Sammy Hagar did in Van Halen. Same here, same here. But I thought, okay, they, they came out with both of these records at the same time, and it was always like a hot thing, like, which one's better, David Lee Roth's? new record or the new van halen and dude this is leaps and bounds better than 5150 god damn this record is this record is solid i got it for three bucks you know i have no complaints with it at all it's just it's fucking awesome so oh and 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 also you, you touched upon the spanish song well back when they when they recorded this record billy sheehan had said Oh, you know what? I think I think we should re-record all the vocals and do them all in Spanish, because I guess like some some article came out to where like over fifty percent of people between the ages of eighteen and thirty-five are Hispanic or something like that, or they speak Spanish or something. So Billy Sheehan thought, okay, well if we sing in Spanish, maybe we'll be able to sell more records. So they literally went back into the studio and did everything in Spanish, and they only released I, I, they only released like one one pressing of it back back in 1986 and it just was people just like shit on it and it was just was not popular and then it wasn't re-released until like 2007 all the spanish tracks all the spanish versions of the songs so i had no idea until today about that so i want to go i want to go back and listen to all the songs in spanish because that's fucking that's crazy i'd I'd buy i'd buy the single of, of, of yankee rose in spanish it's it's fucking that good I haven't heard it, so I can't say. But damn, you just gotta buy this record. Just buy this record. Buy the English version. If I see it, I'll buy it. If it's like a dollar, it's fucking good, man. It's so much fun. I mean, David Lee Roth is just—he's the epitome of fun, of a fun rock star, a wild fun rock star. That's nobody's better than David Lee Roth. No, I agree. I agree. He's the greatest frontman of all time, hands down. I I also agree. Fucking awesome, dude. I'll buy it for a dollar. If it's a dollar, I'll buy it. For a dollar, yeah. All right, so I'm going to play a little bit of the song Shy Boy. This is a killer song. So here it is from the David Lee Roths.
until my personality starts improving. There you have it, Shy Boy from David Lee Roth. God, dude, everybody rips it up in this song. Billy's bass playing is top-notch, man. I don't know why you don't like this at all. I don't get it at all. It's solid. <laughs> oh, man, this immediately went on, to a play- on my playlist. <laughs> God damn, it's a fucking banger of a song. Dude, there's nothing wrong Roth. with it. It's really, really good. Okay, well... You don't have it. You've sold it like three times. So okay. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, Steve I's fantastic too, but yeah, you know, he's no Joe Satriani or nothing. But he's good. I, uh, I think he's, I like. I don't know. Well, I mean, Joe I taught him everything he knows. But uh, okay, so who cares? Well, I mean, anything that's Steve I knows, Joe knows. Fact. No, that's not true. Fact. That's not true. Hold on. That's not Was true. that? Yeah. Yeah. Just confirmed. Joe said yes. He's actually here in the studio. <laughs> Joe, yes, he did. I'm sure he did. Mm-hmm. Um, that's wrong because he's actually chilling with me right now on the couch. So <laughs> you're lying. We don't even have a couch in your room. I have a couch in my room now. I got I got one for when Joe comes over. No, oh, you've two lies upon lies, baby. <laughs> lies upon lies. <laughs> got him. All right. So that's all I got for the vinyls. Um, do we have anything else? Should we move on to the final part? The final part of the pod. Yeah. No. That's it. Uh, that's it. That's all. Okay. So. Uh, new out. So not a lot has come out this uh, last week, but a uh, friend of the pod, Dane, Dane and the Death Machine, put out uh, their brand new record called Vampire Disco on Halloween just yesterday, and uh, it's a more of electronic endeavor. It's uh, different from the last record that we did on the pod. What was that? Four or five months ago. I'm not gonna go too deep into it because we're gonna have Dane and and his friend Alec, who is also on the new record, uh, on the pod sometime in the next few weeks. So stay tuned for that. But um, yeah, good stuff from them. But we're going to break it down at a later date. Yeah. So uh, a new song from a brand new spanking band has just come out. Uh, the band is called, what the fuck are they called again? They're called Shatter, Shatter on, on Impact. Impact. Yes, Shatter on Impact. So this this band, they the drummer is the original drummer from the Mars Volta. And uh, this is just kind of like a, as far as I can tell, kind of a Mars Volta-esque kind of band. They've only put out one song just this week. It's called <laughs> A Mars Volta. And I, I love that because I know that Blake Fleming, the drummer, hates the rest of the band and the band all hates Blake. So I love that, uh, that he so called petty. the song this. So it's good. so goddamn petty, but I fucking love it. This, Blake Fe- Fleming is like in his mid-50s and he's, re- he's doing shit like this. <laughs> I love the pettiness of it, but goddamn, it's ridiculous. So... I'm going to play a little bit of this song because I think it's a solid song. Um, they've, I think this band has played a few shows over the last month or so. But yeah, this is the first uh, studio recording of any of their songs. So here's a bit of Amar's Volta from Shatter on Impact.
There you go. Amar's Volta from Shadowrun Impact. It's kind of a slow build into the song, but it's nice. It's chill. It's a good, it's a good song. I really dug it. Uh, I saw some live videos of them playing it too, but it's way more bombastic and a little bit crazier. But uh, I like it. Hoping I for a full it, record. I put it on as you were, because my, my phone's connected to the, my Bluetooth speakers in here, so I put it on as you were playing it to mm-hmm. listen to at least the first what, one minute, minute and 42 minute. seconds. Yep. And uh, that was pretty good. That it's was cool, pretty, right? pretty fucking good. I'll tell you that much. Right when that bass line first hit, down. I was like, oh, wow, that's instantly recognizable. That is fucking jammy. I love that. And I could see them going crazy live with this. I could see them doing a lot of really wild shit with this. Yeah, it's. I definitely. I highly recommend anybody listening to go check to go check out the live videos on YouTube. Like I said, this band literally just formed like a week ago, if that. So they're the brand spanking new and uh, get into it. I hope they. I really hope they make more music because it's fucking great shit. Yeah, that was good. Solid, yeah. solid. So that's all I got for the pod. Do we have? Do you have anything else that you want to talk about? For right no, now? that's that's all I got for the pod as well. Okay. Well, thank you all for listening. Go to Apple Podcasts. Go to Spotify. Give us five stars. Tell all your friends because we're the best podcast in the whole world, and you all agree. So you can't argue that. Got it. Um, so that's it. That's all. Merciful, Merciful. Merciful.